You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Welcome to the PharmD Money Podcast, where certified financial planner Derek Delaney brings financial education and observation to help pharmacists navigate their most important financial questions. Welcome in PharmD Nation to episode number 62 of the PharmD Money Podcast. I'm your host, Derek Delaney. Thank you all for joining me today. We are right now in the thick of it. Investment markets are showing a lot of signs of volatility. And frankly, it's gotten a lot of people worried. A lot of people are starting to ask the questions, what do I do with my 401k? How should I manage my IRA? I'm only a couple years away from retirement. What do I do? It's really been a wake-up call over the last two to three months for a lot of these people who have not put any sort of formal plans in place for events like this happening anytime soon. The people who are prepared, the people who have planned for this are not asking these type of questions. They probably feel pretty good at where they're at. But what if you're the type of person where you haven't planned for this? You've kind of just been investing money, you've thought about a specific retirement date, or maybe you're in the mid-career of your life and you reach your max earning potential, and now all of a sudden you see your net worth start to fall because of the poor investment returns we've gotten so far in 2022. Is there anything you should do to right the ship? Are there any actions that should be taken? And if there is, what can we do in 2022 and beyond if we experience some sort of prolonged bear market or, God forbid, a recession? So I think the first thing people need to look at when it comes to Reacting in a recession or bear market is control your emotions. Yes, things don't look good right now and things could definitely get worse down the road. There's nothing to say that what we've experienced up to this point is the bottom or the worst it's going to get. It could get a lot worse. Nobody knows for sure. And that's the beauty of investment markets. It's Nobody has a crystal ball that can look into the future. So what you can do is keep your emotions in check. Realize that your outlook should always be long-term in nature and just know that in every point in the history of the stock market and in every point in the history of our economy, we've always recovered regardless of how bad it's gotten. So if we keep that in the forefront, it's going to allow us not to panic and make any knee-jerk decisions. So number one, keep your emotions in check. Understand that you're still a long-term investor and that applies to people who are a year or even closer to retirement or people that are already in retirement. Number two is look for immediate opportunities because or caused by the current economic conditions we're in. And the biggest immediate thing you can do within the year, in my opinion, is look at finding tax loss harvest opportunities. So tax loss harvesting is taking investment accounts or investments inside investment accounts and selling those investments at a loss for the year. You can actually take that loss and you could put it on your books, essentially. It can sit out there. And that loss then can be used to offset any other investment gains within the year. Well, let's just say markets continue to crumble and there are no investment gains to be had that year. Well, that loss then can be applied to your ordinary income on your tax return at the end of the year to reduce up to $3,000 if you're married filing jointly of other ordinary income on your tax return. So if you're making $150,000 a year, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but the marginal bracket you'd find yourself in would be 22%. Being able to eliminate $3,000 of income that's taxed at 22% 
is a pretty good savings just by doing proactive tax planning within a year where markets and your investments are at a loss. The second thing you could look at doing, or I should say the third thing you could look at doing is looking to see if there are any Roth conversion opportunities available to you. So Roth conversions are really interesting because like we've talked about many times in this podcast, it's basically a transfer of money from one side of your tax ledger to the other. It's taking money out of either your 401k or IRA typically and moving it over to a Roth IRA. And whatever amount you move over in that year, it's taxed as ordinary income. So taxed the exact same way as what your paycheck gets taxed that you earn from your job. But when markets are down, when your investments are down, that could provide for a greater opportunity to do a Roth conversion because it means you can convert more of your investment units over in the year when the value of those units are depressed. So just because markets are down doesn't mean you actually own less of the investment. It just means the value of those investments are lower at that time. And if they're lower at that time, it means you can actually convert more of those units in a given year. And then when markets recover later on in the future, all those investment units recover inside the Roth IRA account, which again is tax-free. So you can actually diversify your tax liability better, more efficiently, and at a greater scale when investment markets are depreciated and when they're down in a given year, as long as your overall tax plan calls for doing something like that. So that could be option three you may want to look at. And option four is pretty simple, and this is something that a lot of people are already doing, hopefully, and that is to make sure that you continuously rebalance. So rebalancing your portfolio will take money from one side of your portfolio and making sure that it's redistributed to the other side. So your risk tolerance and your overall investment allocation continue to be in balance from what it was when you first started before markets started going down. And the cool thing about rebalancing is it's an easy and automatic way for you to redistribute the money you have in your investment accounts in a way that could potentially make you more money when investment markets recover because theoretically you're supposed to be moving some of your investment dollars into other investments inside your portfolio that are down farther or more depressed than other investments, which I know sounds really, really dumb, but the more money you can push into investments that are lower, just as more opportunity for those to grow in the future. And when you have more money in those lower investments after they grow in the future, it's more dollars in the end in your pocket. So when you get to the point of putting your hands on your forehead and you shake your head because you just read a really depressing article about how bad the economy is going to get, and then you flip on the TV and you have some talking head talking about how this is the big one, this is going to be the mega recession that is going to wipe out half of the investors, just know chances are it's never going to be as bad as most people say. And even during poor economic times and poor investment times, there's still opportunity to make smart and strategic moves financially that are more available to you when investment markets and the economy are down. So there's always a move to make. There's always a way to get better financially, regardless of what economic conditions we find ourselves in. And if you can keep that philosophy and align it with a long-term perspective, chances are you're going to make it out of any sort of long-term recession or bear market better than a high majority of everyone else. If you have any questions or concerns, feel free to email podcast at farmdfp.com and we'd be happy to discuss that on an upcoming podcast episode. 
you can always book your free consultation with me at www.farmdfp.com if you'd like to talk more about your specific financial challenges one-on-one. Until next time, FarmD Nation, be well. The FarmD Money Podcast is not intended to be tax, legal, or investment advice. All opinions expressed on the show are for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for tax, legal, or investment advice.